Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Hammer and Nigel. you believe these characters are weirdos? On 93 WIBC. So let's rock it! My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there, the Delphi judge. Fran Gull issued a temporary gag order today. This kind of happened after this statement from Richard Allen's attorneys. Richard Allen uh, accused of murdering Abby and Libby. Uh, murder charges for Richard Allen. Um, his attorneys put out this statement talking about how the you know the actions of the police, the prosecution, and claiming their client's innocence. Their client is confused. Uh, the, the prosecution keeps talking about another person that may or may not, may not have been involved, but it wasn't in the sealed affidavit that they that the judge unsealed and released. Um, so there is a guess. So like if we were to have Superintendent Doug Carter on today, we couldn't say anything Nothing. about it. He couldn't answer any questions. Sorry, I'm under gag order. I can't answer anything about that. And you notice, and it's something that I believe Chris Davis pointed out a day after Doug Carter came on this program is when the prosecution in this case asked for the gag order. And I don't know if those two are related or not. You know what I mean? Right. But it is awfully uh, coincidental. And listen, the defense team, they've got some legitimate concerns here with Richard Allen. They're wondering, where's this search warrant that you use to go into our client's home to try to match up the shell to the firearm, right? Because in that affidavit that was released earlier this week, the big takeaway was that there was a round, an unfired round that was found between the bodies that ballistics testing shows yeah. traces back to a firearm that's owned by Richard Allen. That firearm was in his home. The defense team is saying, now, wait a minute. So far, my client has had to basically beg to get public attorneys given to him. He was rushed through his first uh, appearance in court. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you haven't yeah. shown us any evidence that links our client to what happened that horrible day in Delphi. The the bullets not evidence. They're claiming that that could have been you know dropped by Allen if he walks this trail a lot. Somebody could have taken that and maybe framed it. Can they definitively prove that that? shell that round was fired or i'm sorry it was placed there by richard allen yeah we don't know the cause of death still for right the, uh, the, the two girls um which you know just because there's a, a bullet that was found doesn't mean that was the cause of death correct and i think a big question and you're going to hear more and more about this is the defense team of richard allen they're going to say when you searched his home what information did you have that led to the search and show us the search warrant? Show us what was in that. And then, you know, we can have a conversation because right now all of the media coverage is pretty one sided. Now, listen, you and I are not certainly trying to carry the water for Richard Allen. That's no, not what no. we're doing here, but we're trying to explain what the defense team is thinking and why they're requesting a gag order. They hear the superintendent, Doug Carter, coming on our show. They hear all this chatter going on from the prosecution team about how maybe somebody else is involved. Maybe this, maybe that. They want all of that to stop, and they want a legitimate, fair trial. Now, can they get that 
within 150 miles? That's the question. Well, they want to change a venue. Right. For sure, they, they want one. And Guy Relford and I were talking about that this week when you were out, and he, he seems to think that they're probably going to get it. And, you know, Guy's a trial attorney. He deals in the Second Amendment, but he says they're probably going to get it. And, and the people of Delphi feel like this is – you know they've all been affected by this too. I'm not I'm, I'm probably on a different level than the victims' families, of course. But they're all they all feel like this community is part of this, and to find out that this guy has been walking amongst them for the past five years um, it doesn't doesn't take a, a legal genius to figure out that there might be some prejudice involved here in the jury. So to get a fair trial. Um, I, I don't know that I have a big problem with moving the trial somewhere just to make sure everything's on the up and up right? and to find justice for these girls. I reached out to a couple of different defense attorneys. They wish to remain nameless because they don't want their name associated with this trial or let's be honest, maybe they just don't like us. That's okay too. That's probably it. <laughs> but they told me that there is some legitimate concern about this trial. And the prosecution and the defense, when you look at all the information that's been presented from the affidavit to what they're doing to Richard Allen, multiple defense attorneys told me that the defense team has got a ball game here. And that's all they would say. Mm. So there's a lot going on here. Uh, The next date to keep in mind is January 13th. That's when the judge is going to have the opportunity to make that gag order permanent or release it. They've got a scheduled hearing for January 13th. And then uh, later on, I believe in February, you're going to figure out if they're going to give this guy bail or not. Right. A more reasonable bail. And another name that has been associated with this trial, even though he's never been charged, making that perfectly clear, is Kagan Klein. Is Kagan Klein going to be somebody that has any sort of information in regards to this murder at all? So all of that is coming up here in the next couple of weeks and months. We're just getting started here, but I think we've got a ball game legally, and this is going to be fun to watch. Uh, the jobs report came out earlier today, Nige. You heard the report at the top of the hour. Uh, kind of a mixed bag. So the big headline, if you read nothing but the headline, you're going to think this is great. America added 263,000 jobs last month. That beat expectations. And 3.7 unemployment rate, hourly wages jumped up 0.6%. Okay, great. But when you really dive into this report, when you look at the nuts and bolts of what this really means, the labor force participation rate fell to 62.1%. Wages rose, but hours worked fell People aren't going to work. Yeah, you keep an eye on that labor participation rate number. It should be what it was pre-pandemic by now, and it's not. It's it's stagnant. In fact, I mean, it's a few points below. It's a point or two below what it was February of 2020. So we're still creating jobs. I don't think it's crazy to say that the workforce might be artificially low. Same thing happened in the collapse uh, after the collapse in 2008. 2009, there was a big recovery, but it didn't fully correct itself for years and years and years. A good guy to listen to, by the way, was that uh, you heard Tony Katz interview him earlier today, the economist uh, that he had on Dr. his show. Will. Dr. Will. Yeah, very, very good. And he had a, a really unique perspective on on what all this means. The market didn't like the jobs report either, no. uh, despite CNN and MSNBC throwing a parade for the amount of jobs added. The uh, 
market took a tumble. Uh, the stock futures took a big hit. This was the way they covered it on CNBC. Finally, the labor force participation rate moving in the wrong direction. This is not good. 62.1, 62.1. Uh, that equals uh, the low mark, which was in July, also at 62.1 on a recent basis. If you go back in the last year, we had 61.6, 61.4 actually in January of 2020. So when you look at it in the context of 2022, it's a big disappointment. So let me put this in my world here, Nige. This is how I would do this in a sports betting tense. Let's say you're a Colts fan, and you didn't expect the Colts to beat the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday night, but they actually played pretty well, but they still got beat. They covered the spread. That's the way I view this jobs report today. You see the big number, 263,000 jobs added, beating expectations. That's great. But people still aren't going to work. The participation rate is so important when you're looking at this. It's often overlooked by the headlines of a lot of these news networks. That's how you tell if you've got a good economy or not. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.